You're listening to Life and Shit. I'm Danielle Walker. And I'm Tommy Walker. Join us as we talk about our journey overcoming fears, boundaries, marriage, family, lifestyle, business, and whatever other shit you can think of. We're individuals that came together to create one unit with one mind and one goal. What's up, baby? I forgot to turn my phone on. <laughs> oh, was that a requirement? <laughs> Glad you see. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't want to get a phone call. <laughs> I, yo, it's funny because I got a phone call the other day, and whenever you get, uh, if you don't turn your phone off, you get charged a hundred dollars. What? So, so I owe a hundred dollars. Oh. Yeah, for mm. for having my phone ring. Damn, that's that's crazy. <laughs> that's a that's a one you don't forget. Yeah, exactly. A costly mistake. Exactly. We got a guest in the house. We got a special guest in the house my man carlos mccray is in the building how you feeling today loving life you know i'm talking about carlos aka smiles for those that know him very well he's (laughs) known as smiles as well but Carlos is, a, is is I've never heard this before, and I'm and and, I, and you know as we talk about this, I, I hope that you have the opportunity to explain it. Social work entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? That's that's what what, what the people call I love him. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Carlos is uh, entrepreneur. He, he's also a professor, um, specifically in the social work world. He works at two different schools. Works at San Diego State University. Also working at Cuyamaca College. Uh, we're going to talk about a. a a class that he built today created um, yeah um we also going to talk about all the different businesses that he's created mm. sold nonprofits. Mm. like the dude is busy mm. you know what i mean super busy and teach like professor not not teacher You're professor right. you know okay, so okay so we got school coming up real soon so so professor <laughs> <laughs> you know don't don't judge us on our grammar today you know because we're going to be very uh authentic Oh, I love it, <laughs> and and the, and the conversation is going to be very interesting. They all got the opening question for us. <laughs> <laughs> so, have either, have, have either of you ever had so much coffee that you had bubble guts? Yes, you know the bubble guts where you're just like, oh, you say yes, right? You say yes fast. After how many cups? You know, funny story. When you open a coffee shop, I don't know if this happened to y'all, but when I was learning how to make espresso shots. The dude was like, hey, you got to try every shot. Well, mm. I'm already hypersensitive. I, first of all, I have way too much energy as it is. And so that first day, I was taking sips, shots. And next thing you know, I was like, oh, it's a porta potty open. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is, is this what it's going to be like working here every day? This, I don't know if I could do this, you know. <laughs> and, it's, and it's instant. So, so yes. So we both, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's instant for me. It's like... You drink, and it's, and it's funny because they say when you drink coffee, it, it's more it, it helps with like weight loss and and cleansing and all Digestion, kinds of stuff. So right? Yeah, so <laughs> so it works a thousand percent. Yeah, it clears you all the way out. Yes. All the way. How about you? Uh, but well, no, I don't think so. No. Yes, uh, I'm a lady. I don't answer questions like that. <laughs> I, was like, I thought this was supposed to be authentic. <laughs> coffee no, no, no bubbling in the guts. I just gotta go. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right now yeah, immediately <laughs> right. it doesn't matter how many times in the morning it was like no. you, know, you have your normal mm-hmm. and then you drink coffee yeah. and then you go yeah. again yeah. right yeah but right. that's only if i do like espresso shots mm-hmm. or if it's just like straight up coffee but you know if i get it like if i have one latte or you know i'm good especially if i have oat milk 
Because oh. I, I think it's got a lot to do with the milk, too, if you have lattes then, right? <sighs> yeah. For yeah, me, it kind don't of milk. <laughs> it don't matter. Yeah, we was talking. We was talking pre pre show. Carlos actually names his <laughs> Frank. You know what I'm oh, like, what's happening, Frank? You back? Like, I, was like, I was like, yo, that's how serious it is. Yeah. It's like that motherfucker is familiar. <laughs> Frequently. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no worries, no worries. So, so again, you know, Carlos alluded to, you know, when he opened up a coffee shop. So, you know former owner of the dojo cafe yes. for those that are familiar with san diego uh, that's actually how me and carlos connected i was doing local roots uh and you know we had our cafe at the same time and one thing the cool thing about san diego is whenever people are in the same industry like you have to connect and work together mm -hmm. and network right oh, it's so small yeah and, and and especially when you know when it's minority owned businesses so when when it comes into you know you got you black owned mexican owned no matter what and, and we're in the same industry we're gonna link up yeah and and yeah. and one of the things that you know i was i was first of all the dojo cafe just sounds cool it as is hell, very right? cool it's <laughs> as, yeah it sounds like it was yes, and is. so so we went over and and that was the first time i had a vietnamese cold brew mm -hmm. was was at the dojo oh. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous yeah and, and then right after that you know me and carlos you know we, we really hit it off and then i was like bro you got to be on my show local roots so this is the second time you know oh, that's we're, right. like, like we're hanging out like this yes. and now we're on a podcast mm -hmm. so so danielle is you know she I ain't, I ain't calling her nosy, but she's very inquisitive. <laughs> and so are our listeners. So yes. people are going to want to know, um, are you single and, and ready to mingle or are you locked down? No, I'm locked down. Okay. I'm locked down. You got yeah. kids, married, or just... <clears throat> well, so that's a funny story. Okay. It's complicated. So, yeah, my, my ex-wife <laughs> has two kids, which I consider my own. Okay. And then that's my cool. current partner, she has a six-year-old. And um, and so I got three kids and no baby mamas. Oh, that's that's a nice way. <laughs> I like that. Hold up, hold up. we go. I just want to make sure the people heard that. Because <laughs> not only not only do I respect that. Heck yeah. But but it's also unheard of. Right, right. It's like you divorce kids, you divorce the mama, you divorce kids. Yeah. That's what happens if they're not yours. And that's always the fear, right? It's like, oh, because we had a conversation with somebody the other day. It's like, oh, just because you're not married to my mom no more now, me and you yeah, are yeah, not cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, but now you're like, no, fuck that. Like, I, no. I, I, I spent time with these kids. These are my yeah, kids. Yeah, it's real yeah. talk. Yeah. That's dope. And it, and it, it, it takes some convincing because everybody's like, well, what are you doing? I'm like, mm. well, like, especially, you know, little man Caleb was... Uh, lesson two when I met him and he's eight now so it's like you know and and it Chloe she was what four or five and now she's 12 like, I don't I can't I'm I'm adopted mm. so I got this thing like nah mm. I, you just can't leave no child yeah. left behind you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. um so I yeah, not everybody agrees with the philosophy, but that's that's their problem. That's yeah, not my problem. Those respect. No, those I mean, but, but but if you is and it's funny that you say people don't agree because if you look at there's an absence of a male figure mm -hmm. there, and if I got to do like Carlos in my life, then mm -hmm. she, you know, professor, entrepreneur, yeah. like why wouldn't you? Like why would you try and convince me not? Right. Well, I can see probably people um, that love him and his family. They probably don't want him to share um, that space, oh, like, and and they like, they probably feel like that person uh, is taking okay. advantage because they no longer have him, but the children now still have that 
um, that great, great role model that he is, right? I'm sure he helps out in other ways as well. And I'm sure family is kind of the ones that's like, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, friends and family. <laughs> but, but the people that know me understand, they're like, well, you hard-headed. You're just going to, you're going to do it. Like, if that's, <laughs> if those are your principles, you're going to follow your principles. Yeah, but when it's for the kids and it's really about the kids, it's, that's all that matters in the long run. For and sure. those children will definitely, like, you know, they'll remember you when you get older. A thousand percent. Yeah. Um, occupation. We already kind of alluded to like what you do, but if you wanted to kind of elaborate a little more. Yeah. I mean, you know, so <clears throat> I really wanted to be a general contractor. I love working oh. with my hands, um, but that never, you know, my parents weren't handy for nothing. And so they just, they was, you gotta go to school, this and that. And then, um, I kind of fell into social work really while serving, um, some customers when I was working at Red Lobster, I, this guy stayed at my table and, and what I found out was his, like, one of his employees uh, for, like, three hours. I'm like, man, I ain't going to make no money at this table. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but I got a job out of it, yeah. you know? So, really, you know. You made more money. Uh, yeah. So, I, um, I was mentoring, um, finding mentors for children who had either one or both parents in prison. Um, and that was my first entry into social work without even knowing that's what I was doing, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember my first uh, home visit was to this a trailer park that I never knew existed specifically over kind of like uh, by the four corners okay. you know, um, and so I, I went off back there and I was like yo we're, it was it's off in the cut you know mm. <clears throat> and I remember going to this uh, trailer and the two families lived in this little trailer and they had this one, this one little boy was in there and I was like yo these are cramped quarters you know and I was talking to them about their life experiences what their situation was and I was like, oh, man, there's like a whole nother world to San Diego that I hadn't quite experienced. You know how San Diego it is. It's, yeah. <clears throat> you know, you could be in it's like South Park now, right? You got all these million dollar homes. Little, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you go right around the corner. you like, hold yeah. up. You know, you got a million dollar homes yeah. right around the corner. Right. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. But controlled by, you know, Lomas Bentes, the little Sherman and all that. And, yeah. mm -hmm. But people don't understand how that the dynamic. And so that really I, I fell in love with social work before I knew what it was at that time, because I was I ended up mentoring like seven kids. Mm -hmm. wow. Um, wow. It was it took them to the beach for their first time, wow. took them to the movies for their. I, wow. Movies are expensive. Seven kids. I, I remember I got that. I said, oh, no wonder why they ain't been to the movies. This is a lot of money. You know, so I basically did that and then just jumped from nonprofit to nonprofit. Mm. I got my qualms with how traditional nonprofits are run and just the whole business model of the not business. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, but I always loved, um, entrepreneurship and uh so me and my nephew we used to sell fake uh nike sb dunks on ebay <laughs> back in like 06 are you serious oh we made a killing right but customs you know they got a hold of our shipment twice <laughs> it sent us a, a real nasty letter with oh, a big, wow. big fine attached we was like oh. i wish me and my nephew talked about it all the time that was in 06 right ebay it was just man we'd be mm. we'd be tycoons right now yeah, yeah. For real. we're we're right. killing it we, I'm telling you, we were killing it selling them 
them fake Nikes. Wow. Order so, from China. So wait, you started off by saying general contractor. Like yeah. what? What made your? Neither one of your parents were handy. So oh, what, no. how did you I, even? That's probably get into why. Because everything like, was broken. <laughs> you had to fix it up. <laughs> yeah, everything. I was tired of things being broke. Like dad, dad, we're gonna fix this. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. My my mom. They their their motto is if it ain't broke, why fix it? I'm like, but the, it is broken though. They're like, no, the screen door shuts like barely. But you it, know, it works better if it's fixed. Yes, <laughs> but but you know yeah. that's our culture though. Like, yeah, unless your dad is like super handy everything stays the way it does yeah, yeah that's just, true my that dad always true. had like that was my dad because he's the same way he, he's not very handy <laughs> to this day still not very handy and his thing is it's all right let the landlord handle it yeah. <laughs> he's like that was always his thing yeah until he became a homeowner he's like right. shit yeah yeah then it gets way worse yeah. right then it's like i am the one yeah, uh-huh. exactly. and the first organization that you work for that helped um it helped kids whose parents ha- had either a, a mother or a father that was in jail mm-hmm. is that what was the name of that um, why friends through why friends? through uh, um the ymca okay you know and okay. had a little z at the end of friends yeah. to be hip i guess oh, I don't know. but it worked yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah why friends and um so what do you do for recreation what do you do for fun Oh man, I you know I have a, a philosophy: say yes before I say no. So I try okay. to. That's my fun, right? I um I played it basically every sport, um, roller hockey, flag football. My parents wouldn't let me play violent stuff. Thank thank goodness. Even though I'm still, I got four herniated discs, so I guess it didn't nice. work. But um, <laughs> soccer, or, or it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. So I still play soccer on the weekends. Um, beach volleyball has been my savior since mm. this back issue. I'm still, for some reason, able to play in the sand. So I just be out there like a little Ooh, kid like diving around. Be out there, look, look. Uh, try to get there. So as you said, back issue. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm out there. Uh-huh. It's so fun. It's I so love fun. beach volleyball. I love volleyball. So Do you play with a team or? Yeah, well, I used to. I used to put um, some teams together. Now okay. I kind of like just going out to South Mission and playing in the pickup courts out there. Okay. Um, we have a big group, San Diego Adventures. Uh, shout out to them, um, Olivia and Victor. They started this thing, and it's it's amazing. It's grown. To, I don't even know how many people. But yeah, so there's like a rotation of folks that come out and we play. That's I dope. That. Yeah. yeah. Get down there. Yeah. You know oh, yeah. Down yeah. There yeah. 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 It's true. It's true. What do you guys do after you play? That's all important. Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> no. yeah. You know Is what? Is there drinks? Is there <laughs> happy hours? Is there food? <laughs> got to be an agenda afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I wish we participate in that. We usually, every other weekend, we got to um, go pick up our daughter oh, okay. uh, from dad in El Centro. Mm. So then um, that's usually our stees okay. uh, every other weekend. The other weekends when we don't uh or when we she comes sometimes we'll get food um sometimes not yeah laundry that's my laundry day i'm in charge of laundry so i'll be trying to get home to laundry we just just did a a, a podcast on chores Chores, yeah i do not do laundry so cheers Uh, to that laundry and laundry is my thing yeah i love it that's how i I don't mind it Uh until i outsourced it so the whole podcast was me outsourcing laundry oh that's cool yeah so the housekeeper takes care of the laundry now yeah that's what she's we, we, we still just picky about the laundry. I am I'm, she does it. <laughs> I am picky. Done. <laughs> I don't even like how she folded the tank tops. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like tank top tank folded. <laughs> I know. Look, I'm just saying. I got the OCPD. You know, I got you got a little bit of the obsessive compulsive side. I'm like, I, you know, it's funny when I was uh, uh, living in Ukraine doing this internship. The the guy, my old babysitter that I was living with, they have he has like somebody who come and clean the house and stuff. Um, yeah, that brother was never home, and so it was the for the first. He he was like, "Hey, just leave the clothes over there." I'm like, "What? Like they're gonna wash my underwear? That's weird, you know." <laughs> Yo, not only did she wash them, 
But have you ever had your underwear and socks ironed? Oh, that's impressive. See, Yo, that's what I'm trying to get to. Don't start it. Don't, don't start Yo, it. Yo, there was creases <laughs> on the side of my boxer briefs. I said, what? I put them on. I'm like, man, these are. Really- it just feel bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can get used to this. The level of confidence that you have <laughs> with iron socks and underwear, like, like it, yeah. it, it just puts you in a different yeah. momentum. Oh, straight up. Yeah. To know your your drawers ain't wrinkled. Yeah. Like. <laughs> That's like having the red the red drawers underneath. Like, yeah, power. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's going down. Uh, <laughs> you can judge a man by his. Like, you know what? They're either red or iron. <laughs> that dude has gusto. Yeah, yeah. straight he, gusto. He, either way, watch out. Uh, watch out. <laughs> what are some of your dreams? You know, now one of my new dreams is to write a book. So I've been working on that, um, and so that's that's pretty cool. I, I've never been one to five-year, 10-year plan type mm-hmm. thing, just fly by the seat of my iron draws. Um, <laughs> but that is a dream. My other dream, and it's always been my dream, is to have a bio- biological child. If it doesn't okay. happen, it doesn't happen. You know, I just turned 40, you know, so to me, okay. uh, supposedly our clocks ain't ticking the same, yeah. but still, I'm like, man, my back hurt, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <sighs> but that would be amazing, especially being adopted. Um, uh, Carlos, be, uh, yeah. there's men who have babies when they're 70. So. I know, but I don't want to be a first well, time. I, I understand. Well, that I wouldn't part, be first time, but still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, yeah, Seven, there's yeah. still time. Yeah, there <laughs> is. There is. There is. Lot. It's definitely. Yeah. For women, and I've said this, our clocks, those, those are the ones that, 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 that knock loud. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Anywhere. They, yeah. There's an end to ours, you know? Yeah. Them old, them eggs get old yeah. too, right? <laughs> so it's like, we, we can even still have a kid, but it's right. Like, <laughs> Right, <laughs> like you say, you can freeze them. You freeze them up. You gotta freeze them when they when you're yeah. young, though. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't get freezer burned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you know, you know how science is. Right, it's obviously better than evolution. Yeah, <laughs> because 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 they duplicated evolution stopped for that's some so reason. That's so true, right? Right. right? This is true. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So so Carlos is is you know he talked about a lot of things that you got going on. My brother, can we talk about? How, you know, because we had an interesting conversation, you know, related to coffee, how you got into the concept of the Dojo Cafe, because like everything else you said, you know, it kind of fell in your lap and, you know, what you wasn't, you didn't go into social work. It, it just happened. Mm-hmm. And then you fell in love with it. Same thing. Like we had a conversation. The way you got into coffee, it was like I was in class and then all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. It, um, big shout out to my nephew. He's he, the, the guy um, that I started the the shoe business with freshly laced um <laughs> freshly. and so uh it, it was cool he he's always he's always been trying to get me to go into business business he's like man you make a killing but I, I just don't care about money like that um and so it's never been a it's never been a focal point mm. except for when you ain't got it right because then you're like Shit, we're, <sighs> it's stressful is it worth it yeah you <laughs> know said it best right having money is not a problem not having it is <laughs> it really is a fact. and so um you know he 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 got me into this program called startup leadership program and and um i went in there thinking oh let me learn about business and they had me reading books. There's a, a kid in there that was 3D printing rocket engines. And so I was like, the hell? Oh, what am I? I'm in the wrong place. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know any of the, the vocabulary, the terminology, nothing. So I'm reading a book a week, you know, just studying. Because I took it serious, right? Yeah. Um, I knew that there was something we could learn from business that could help in, so, in nonprofits. Well, at least that's what I believed then, right? I still believe it now, but my, 
I think there just needs to be a blending of the two. Real quick, at so, the end of the day. So when you was in that class, and you told I mean, because 3D rocket, right? Um, was there any kind of uh, intimidation, like like like? Oh, for sure. Yeah, like <laughs> like I can't believe I don't yeah. make it, or or some uh, imposter, imposter syndrome. Oh, hundred percent. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually it was worse than imposter syndrome. Mm. It was like I, I didn't even. Fit. <laughs> At least as an imposter, you're still trying to like be an imposter, <laughs> right? I just, I just went. I'm in the wrong place. Mm. You know, I just was like, ah, this okay. is just. I didn't. There's no way I'm gonna make it through this mm. because I had no idea what they were talking about, and they were talking about, you know, VC venture capitalists. They're talking about exits. You know, for you know how you start a. Seed funding round series A B. I'm like, what? I, huh? You know, and so I, I'm like, damn. I think I'm in the wrong place. I don't know what I have to offer. And it didn't help that the first, <laughs> when we had to share what our ideas were the first day, all these people had apps and all these, you know, food delivery business, all these things, the 3D printed rocket engines <laughs> and I, who had already raised millions. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm trying to start a website that could crowdsource problems in uh, underserved communities. So like, let's say a bunch of single moms who want to start working, but they can't cause they, they don't have childcare. Well, they, this, this website would help them find each other. And then they could start like a babysitting club. And then, you know, you babysit two days and you get to work five. Right. And then it just rotate and this and that. And so when I said that the room was like crickets, you know what I'm saying? Whereas there's no money in it. No yeah. money. My business no idea had no monetary. <laughs> but it served the purpose. Yeah, it did. Yeah, like, that's a great you, idea. Yeah, because you got to be from great. that. You got to be from that to understand how that would work. Right? Yeah, and they, they nobody in the room was from that. They were like, Definitely. "If we get the nanny." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, "Dang!" And so what ended up happening was at the end of that day, I raised my hand and I remember saying, "Look, you all are trying to make." a million dollars. I'm trying to change a million lives. There's something in my world of nonprofits that I can learn from you. And my challenge is to learn that. I said, but I'm going to challenge you to teach me somebody who knows nothing about business. Teach me what you think is you try to help bridge the gap with me, right? I'm going to teach you about some nonprofit things. You teach me about business and how where there's parallels or what mm -hmm. we can learn from one another. Mm -hmm. And it became like not only just the, the, the educators in the program, but even the the other participants, man, they would help me out. Like okay. they'd pull me to the side and be like, okay, look, wait, hold on. You got to think about this, or this is how this is going, or this is what I'm doing in my business. You've spoken about how you wanted to do this. What if, what if we partnered in this way, right? Or how, do, how could you use this technology that I didn't know about? It became and, a mastermind. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was really, that was, that was one of the pivotal moments in my life. Um, and it was and it was dope. And so, yeah, my business model sucked. You know, that website, it, it wasn't. So a week before the pitch competition, I was like, oh, I'm out. I, you know, this, there's no way I. That actually, was your only idea. Yeah, that was my only idea, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. And it was like a little idea. The rest of the time, for six months, I just spent learning. I, I barely so, was working on the idea. Mm -hmm. I was just trying to hang on to the, to the mm -hmm. knowledge. And so then um, this woman pulled me aside. I was like, look, people of color and women only get 1% of um like entrepreneurship investment you know what i'm saying it's a what is it, 9.8 9.5 billion dollar a year right um and market percent goes one percent entrepreneur women and minorities yes that's what she told me she's like so when are you ever going to get to pitch to millionaires share an idea and she's like just come up with something i know you got something else in there and 
And so I went to the coffee shop with my boy T and I was like, I got to pivot. He's like, what's that mean? He was just like me, right? I was, I was like, oh, that means, you know, I got to come up with a different idea. Actually, I didn't even pivot. I just scratched it. And then, um, and he's like, well, we've always wanted to open a coffee shop. And it just. That was it. I, yeah, yeah. I walked outside and it was as though all the work that I had done in the different nonprofits, plus what I had just learned, it like culminated in my head into, oh, well, we could do this thing. And I had zero intention on following through with it. Mm -hmm. And so we came up with the dojo in six days and and did the outline. And then luckily I went like 20-something. I was like the 20-something person to pitch. And the other people got, they got destroyed. <laughs> and so I was making notes it's and edits. Good to wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was changing it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then I went smart. up there. Yeah. And my, I changed it so much <laughs> that I just had to go up there and wing it. <laughs> I, seriously, I changed the whole thing. So I'll just like glance, like, what's that on this thing? You know, and then I'll just start talking. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I remember uh, this dude stood up and he was just like, I could see, you know, how we had to, you know, oh, could we like enter into this market, you know, like against Starbucks? And them. he's like, I could see this model because we had this whole model, like a nationwide model of the dojos. He's like, I could see this eating into Starbucks. And I'm like, okay. He's like, so what kind of business is this? I'm like, what, what do you what do you mean? It's a coffee shop. He's like, no, is it a lifestyle business or a, you know, would you want to exit? And I remember saying, well, look, if somebody wanted to buy the business, that means I'm being successful. And if I'm successful, that means I'm impacting lives in underserved communities. And underserved communities are being sold out on enough. So nah, I wouldn't sell. Mm -hmm. And he ended up investing later on. And so um, it was. That again, I, it was just the weirdest situation, you know, because I, I had no intention on doing it, pitch this thing. And then I kept running into different people, kept asking me ideas. So then I would just like play with the idea and play with it and play with it. And next thing you know, hmm. we raised money on Indiegogo. And see, that's that's yeah. that's pretty dope. Like, like you again, you wasn't trying to raise money. But now so now you went from having zero experience mm -hmm. and going into a business class to now raising money creating partnerships, having an investor, creating a business model, and then actually executing on that business model. Yeah. And, and you know, we're in the same boat when it comes to putting coffee shops in underserved community. And we've had a lot of conversations with people. They, they always say the first thing people say, why'd you put it here? Okay. Mm -hmm. Did yeah. you come across that? Oh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, well, why, why not? Right. Because coffee is a luxury. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we get that, yes, mm -hmm. right? You know, to, to spend 6 $7 on a cup of coffee, absolutely. Magic Johnson brought Starbucks to the to the hood. Yep, right. True. And 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 that opened up the eyes. Mm -hmm. We always talk about all the time. We didn't grow up in a neighborhood that had a cafe. Mm. Tell me about the people that that showed up to Forty Fourth Street in El Cajon Boulevard. Like, what what kind of relationships was built for? Because because that was another conversation we had about where you are today was based. You know, it's like all of those relationships. Yeah, manifested into. The now living your dream. You know mm. what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I worked for free for well. I accrued debt, right, yeah. for three years, uh, three to five years. True entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, I didn't make a single dime, but the relationships I made, like Jay-Z, you know, my, your net worth is your net worth. Mm -hmm. it's, I, I honestly could probably try anything right now. I'm not going to because I've learned <laughs> you try stuff, it takes up all your time. But right, um, right. I could, right? There's people in the corner, um, I, homeless people, whether it was homeless people or youth. Um, you know, I remember 
uh, this one kid, while we were still building the dojo, walked by with his guitar. Uh, Hoover, it was two blocks from Hoover, and mm -hmm. this kid walked by. I'm like, hey, you play the guitar? He was like, yeah. And I was like, cool, play me something. He's like, nah, I'm on my way to practice. I ain't got time. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, you're in a band? He's like, yeah, it's a bunch of high school kids and stuff like that. I said, hey, man, we're going to have an opening. Um, why don't you come back at some point and play some of your songs? And so he came back and played some songs. And I was like, hey, you guys could kick it here, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And he ended up playing at our opening um, uh, like ceremony thing, like grand Very opening. Dope. And then he played again at our one-year anniversary. Um, we, we actually p um, paid them for their first performance. And um, it, it's just I still get texts from him, you know, yeah. how you doing, this and that. Uh, I'm, teachers, uh, politicians, um, you name it, you know, just everybody. We met everybody mm -hmm. at the Dojo Cafe. It was it – was, um, when I was a monk living on this little temple, you've been everywhere. Yeah, I was yeah, like, just, yeah. just gonna throw it yeah, out we're, there. We're, 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 we're not gonna overlook the Ukraine. Like we lived in Ukraine, bro. right? We, we gotta go back to that. Oh man! But having ADHD, I've never been able to sit still. And when I was um, at this temple, I learned to, to sit my ass still, mm. and uh, and which for the first time in my life, and time kind of stopped for me in a way that I had I th that was new. I was like, oh, snaps. There's like, there's actually seconds in a minute and there's mm -hmm. minutes in an hour. You know what I mean? And I, I was able to appreciate those. Well, at the dojo, almost every day that I was there, I was there from you know, whatever, six in the morning to sometimes 2.30 in the morning, right? It was as though I lived like two lifetimes. There'd be multiple moments in each day mm -hmm. because I was engaged with one-on-one. -on -one. Luckily, we were in this sense, luckily we were kind of slow. So I would have 20 minute conversations mm -hmm. with every damn customer, mm -hmm. you know? And so then two o'clock would come around. I'm like, what What's today? You know? <laughs> and they're like, it's Monday. I'm like, damn, I'm like, I feel so different. I feel like I've learned so much from the different people that came through. It was, it was honestly, it was like magic. And people would talk about that. They're like, something's the energy here is different. And I'm like, it is, it, mm. it time slows down. And you just were really present in the moment. And each time I did that, it was like I would die and then be reborn with the next conversation or the That's next so event or whatever. And so it was, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You That's know what impressive. I mean? That's a great way to look yeah. at it. That's a great way to look at it. I, you want to touch on Ukraine? Uh, no, you no. have to touch on Ukraine. No, no, I mean, I mean, like, <laughs> do we want to go back there? How did you end up in Ukraine? So I had a babysitter who's... Uh, well, it's like their family, a bunch of brothers and sisters. They're just amazing people. Um, and one of them went off and, and joined the Peace Corps. And I really idolized this cat. And they um, <clears throat> still do. I mean, mm. and uh, and I th I've never asked him why he brought it up, but I know all I was doing was partying. <laughs> like, I was a big party animal. You know, I got out of college. Right. I was bartending. <laughs> and I was. He, he would come back every year from some country, mm. you know, and he ended up a chief of mission. Um, from the International Organization of Migration, and he, and um, and so he he always had these like crazy crazy ass jobs where I'm like, you what meet the presidents of these countries and working on all this stuff. Well, I think he I think he was just like, damn, you just getting drunk all the time and, and faded. So um, I had no direction, mm. right? Like I had most of my life I've had no direction, and I think he recognized, oh shoot, you know you could have no direction for forever. Mm -hmm. And if you're bartending and drinking every day and doing drugs, like that could, that's 
what good's going to come from that? You ain't even buying lotto tickets, right. you know? <laughs> and so um, he offered me um, an internship in Ukraine. And so I didn't know where Ukraine was. Like, I'm not, I wasn't very studious as in school. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I looked at everything was like a game. What's the least amount of work that I could do mm -hmm. to get a B, yeah. you know? And if I got a C, I'll whatever. If I got an A, it'd be like, cool, you know? <laughs> and so um, my dad, he was just like, I think you should take the opportunity. And I was like, man, it's just expensive. He's like, I'll pay for half the ticket. And I said, oh, my dad never come out of money, out the pocket. So I said, if, if this is one of the opportunities that my dad is like willing to back, how do I not, you know? Mm. And so uh, my friend was stationed in Aviano, Italy, my best friend at the time. So I was like, oh, okay, not knowing geography. How I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Italy that? first <laughs> and then Ukraine. That was Oh, man, I call it my growth trip. So I ended up out there working um, for the International Organization of Migration on anti-human trafficking mm. um, efforts. And, and, you know, I worked on different projects. And then he had me travel with some other interns and employees to Crimea and Odessa. And he took me to cow farms. And he really showed me what like a, he showed me parts of America and other how we operate in other countries mm. that we're just unaware of right and mm -hmm. um i i really i feel like i learned more in the i was gone for a total of like six seven months mm. i learned more in those seven months than at any other like cumulative time in my life mm. I almost got killed um by some it was i had to run um by mm. these mafia it was just a wild story yeah. but mm -hmm. in a club you know was one of the woman involved yeah, this girl was like, less, hey, less. you know, she's like, oh, you know, this dance less, and then some mafia guys got up and it was just, he, my, my boy came over. He's like, you need to run. But I ran through the streets of Ukraine in the middle of the night throwing up. Not, I somehow made it back to the condo, but um, oh, yeah, the police threatened my life there. I got caught with no passport. I changed jackets at the last yeah. minute and my phone was cell phone died and oh. I got caught on this little island. He did a park and these cops it shook me down for some money. Um, with a dog. That's international. Cops will yeah. shake you. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I almost wish American cops was like that. I know, no. I would rather way pay. More I would, no. They are like that? No, <laughs> I'd rather pay than get shot. Yeah, I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather say, can we work this out right now? Right. I, I would say they're, the ones that would probably shoot you will, will take money too. There's there's those cops that I'm sure you could just use their little palms <sighs> and know. they'll be fine. But that's, States, that's probably the problem. You know, they take your money and shoot you. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they just got a bad rap. Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast. And, and then the, those that would take money are just uber greedy. They want to be right. they want to be kingpins, right? So it's like seventeen thousand. It's like mm -hmm. what? Like I got fifty dollars <laughs> on me. Seventeen thousand. In Mexico, fifty dollars is okay. Hey, <laughs> I never so, go to Mexico without some cash in my yeah. sock. Exactly. Yeah. That's the know. truth. They yeah. will stop you. It's funny that you 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 bring up. Was it a woman involved? I mean, you yeah. know, it's just it's, it's always, yeah, like, it's one, always. We talk about that. Like, women is always in the middle of most of things. something. It's always most <laughs> <things>. <laughs> like you said, a woman is usually the woman's body <laughs> that a male wants. A thousand percent. Yeah, because we, we were talking about coffee. Oh. And the reason why coffee has made it to certain places in Europe specifically, yeah. because it has something to do with a woman. Yeah. Like, oh, some, somebody, a woman that she hit it in her breast. Yeah. And she, one, a man that she was cheating with, one of the soldiers, um, told her to go and 
didn't get it, and then she went and got it, and then that's how I got to the next place. It's crazy. It's like wow. it's crazy the story. Uh, yeah. It's like what? Yeah, she was cheating. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 cheating. and it wasn't like yep. a, a low that's budget. Right. Like like she was. You know, <laughs> she was like married to like the king. Yeah, or, it's like she was up there somewhere <laughs> cheating. Don't quote our story, but we we yeah. we, we have the you'll the, find it somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Google it, but we got the we got you get the gist. You get the gist. <laughs> she was cheating, and then he told her, "Hey, go get this." flower from your husband right Mm-mm-mm. women mm. women will make you do some crazy things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> men will make women do some crazy things too nah, right because she shouldn't she shouldn't she had no business going to do that, that she should have kept her little flower that's the problem women keep your flower to yourself <laughs> <with> your <husband. laughs> don't be giving up the goods <laughs> You gotta be. You gotta use your discernment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and if she did it, we would have coffee all over the world, right? right. So I mean, then again, hey, hey. <laughs> one love. God bless that flower. Hey, you know, <laughs> that's uh, a fact. That is a fact. So, so you told about being a monk for a hot second. So we're headed to Bali in a few days. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things that I, I hope we have the opportunity is to do some Tai Chi while we're there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, definitely a lot of meditation. Yeah, we're going to Thailand, so we're gonna go when we go to Thailand. We're gonna uh, meditate too. Okay, with the Buddhists. That's we gonna do that with the, with the big Buddha in mm-hmm. Thailand. Mm-hmm. All right, because everybody keeps saying like, so you're going to Thailand? Where are you going? I'm going. I, I'm reluctant to say Phuket. <laughs> well, don't be reluctant. <laughs> I mean, Phuket's I can see why. Yeah, why? Like, <laughs> I went. Phuket's cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? See, ping pongs, like, razor blades. You know, I feel like you tricked see? me. Exactly. I feel like you tricked me. No. When, you, when we get there, you're going to be like, oh. I'm like, no. I thought it was a nice place where you no, just relax. I would trick you if. if you go to Fifi Island from there. To Fifi? P.P. Island. P.H.I. I think it's Fifi. I don't know how they Right from that? Now I sound ignorant. We in the same boat because people are like, oh, how you know so much? I don't know shit. <laughs> the only thing I know is from my experiences. Right. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. That's the only <laughs> But when we get there, I hope nobody says Tommy. Tommy. Oh. <laughs> you hope they don't say Tommy. You I'm your kid. You definitely got to worry about that. Okay. You sure? So the last time I was there, I was in the military. I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And he don't remember anything else. That's all. That's where the story ends. <laughs> that was That's why she said you sure. Yeah. 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 Like, you sure? Mm. I'm 41 years old now, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. over 20 well, years. Mm. Do you wear a different cologne? No, oh, you wear the same. I wear the same cologne. <laughs> You're in That's trouble. A great yeah. question. You that are in trouble. Right. That's a very good Somebody's question. gonna walk by, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there's a camera because we're gonna see a smooth <laughs> cross. <laughs> So, so it's it's practice not if, it, if it's the one girl that took my hat that one time, that's uh, like she look. She's she, probably my oh age. Oh man, now. I can't. I can't. That's I a can't. great question. It is because he hangs his hat on his smell. Yeah. Like, uh, I've been wearing this smell since I was eighteen years old. Oh dang! I've been wearing the same cologne since high school. Yes. So yep. You in trouble, dog. <laughs> oh, that's probably, that's if right. there is trouble and it's there, <laughs> oh, you running man. into it. That's okay. I'll bring them home. Uh-huh. <laughs> in a body bag. <laughs> Life just changed, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, here like, we I'm go. The, I'm the real Tommy Walker III. Yeah. <laughs> Amari, would be, Amari would be pissed. <laughs> My son would be pissed. <laughs> 
But no, no. That's funny. We're, That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. a good guy. You don't have to worry about that. You're you Donald guy. Trump? <laughs> You're a good guy. It's the Trump hands. Yeah, you, you don't worry about that. He's a good guy now. <laughs> he is. He, he was then. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Long, long, long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. 19 years ago, I was too afraid. So I definitely would have done that crazy. Okay. I was way too much afraid. I had to make sure I got back on the boat. Yeah. I wasn't late. Right, and I, and I made sure I came back with my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you was a, how long was you a monk? Only nine days. Nine days. Okay. Only nine days. You people know, I will even, say it's, it was hard. People can't for five minutes. Yeah. Right, I couldn't either. <laughs> and that was a pro- actually I couldn't even sit still. It hurt. I like <laughs> I was shedding tears just during the ceremony. You have to sit on your knees for two hours or whatever it was televised because the the temple i was at was getting consecrated and i didn't know what that meant but they had these big balls that they were uh covering in gold flakes and then it's like this whole so there's like a hundred and something monks from all around the world Mm. and uh yeah i was on some some tv in thailand some tv station and stuff and Mm. and because i was the oldest like new person going through this thing so it was me and then my my best friend and um who's a little younger and then it was like five kids mm-hmm. from 12 to like four so then i was in charge of that because it's like seniority even though i didn't know the language mm-hmm. and i didn't know anything about the culture or and so it was a lot of, so i couldn't fail mm-hmm. right so i had to go first during the ceremony to do all these things well after whatever two hours sitting there I, shedding tears you know trying to wipe them i had to stand up and do this thing and i took a step and my leg mm. like gave out and it was like carlos you bet you better not fall over mm. like what i don't know what kept me up but um it was a it was an interesting nine days so i yeah sitting there and meditating i couldn't i would start laughing which was very inappropriate <laughs> yes. because it was just like i did i was laughing because i was saying these like reciting these chants and I didn't know what I didn't know, and yeah. I was in so much pain that I was just laughing because I was like, "How I'm like wiggling around." It was me and the four year old. We was we was like the same, just wiggly. <laughs> it was all bad. That's that's funny. What was my first uh, experience? Oh gosh, you're talking about yoga. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh. It was, it was, I was so mad. Oh my god! I'm like, okay, come on, babe. We're gonna we're gonna zen out. And it was like the first breath. It was like taking a nice deep breath in. And it was the older man next to us. And then blow it out. And the older man was like, <sighs> and Tommy was like, <laughs> I fucking die laugh, bro. I was like, really, babe? Really? Everyone's like, you know, trying not to uh-huh. look at it. And then we do it again. Starts cracking out. I'm like, let's go. We had to leave. Let's go. Oh no. <laughs> It was, it was like the bad kid. You want to know why she why she had you leave is because the somebody probably during Down Dog or whatever would have farted and then you yeah. just, and then I really would have yes right that. so she's like let's just yeah let's just so that was my first yoga experience yeah my very first like mm-hmm. again like like we I mean we from the same you know what I mean mm-hmm. mindset like like everything's a box mm-hmm. our parents you know they did what they did they right. did well right and we just I just didn't have exposure. And Danielle says, let's go to yoga. I'm like, all right, let's go to yoga. That sounds right. cool, I guess. And that, they start breathing. And I was like, this is hilarious. Now, of course, 20 years later. You enjoy that breath. I enjoy that breath. That yeah. breath you, is you're life. that. You're the man. You're the man. I, I will 
You don't want snickering at people like. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will look don't somebody mess up my here. practice. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I will. I will look at you like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right. How was you one day? You do not deserve <laughs> to be in this room right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> that's exactly how it is. That's oh, that's, that's funny. funny. So so it's funny because so our conversation today went went all over the place. Yeah, it was, it was supposed to be about coffee, coffee and tea. tea. We have all kind of facts. No. We have all kind of things to talk about. But this is great. Yeah, this is great. See, yeah, this is, and this is I why life and shit is so cool, mm-hmm. right? It's like. We, you know, we talk about everything from social work to entrepreneurship to uh, bubble guts. A little bit of coffee. Yeah, little, you know, we, we, we hang out <laughs> here and there, right? Uh, but but I but I have to understand how because because the one thing is as we as we close it up, you went from being in a class that you didn't know anything, and you was intimidated and positive. We talked about their positive syndrome. And, you know, we, we kind of skipped over. You got an investor to help you open up, you know, Dojo. You put your own money in. Your partner team put money in. You had, there's a lot of things that happen. And then eventually, you, and you said, like a true entrepreneur, you didn't make any money on it for, for you know, three three years, right? Mm-hmm. Four years that five you guys years. were, yeah. five years that you guys were in business. But then you sold mm-hmm. for a profit. Mm-hmm. Little one. You know, like as shit, much as it, this. It, 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 hey, <laughs> hey, 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 a dollar profit. is a dollar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's the impressive part of it. Still, no, you know, your intentions was never about the money. No. Yeah. Your intentions was for the community. Mm. Your intentions was for the opportunities, mm-hmm. the relationships that you built. And you were rewarded for that in multiple ways, not just yeah. in money, but just, in a yeah. lot of different ways. People call you smiles because of how you live, the things that you think about, your philosophies, the processes. You have a class now that you created. So I, I just wanted to sum it up because the class that you created is impressive. And, and now I want to touch on that before, mm. but, you know, before we go. Right. Because San Diego State University is 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 not an average school. Like yeah. that's huge. Yeah. You know, Cuyamaca College is, is you know, it's a, so you're you're in community college and you're in, in one of the well-known universities mm-hmm. in the country. Shout out to Kawhi Leonard, right? right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so just real quick, the class that you created and the philosophies that you teach, because th- to me, that's the biggest thing that people could take away from this, this episode is your mindset, the way you think and the hacks. Because we talked about your book mm. And making sure that people think. That's the thing, right? right? Mm-hmm. People got to think. Yeah. So Purpose, per- Perspective, and Human Connection is the is title of the class. And, and the reason why I titled it that was because at the end of the day, whether it's my social work ventures or in business, like I believe in, you know, triple bottom lines and whatnot, it's like profit is just one measure of a successful business. Um, at the end of the day, I was tasked with creating a class where you could have students in the honors college, you could have students for any, any major. Right. And so I was like, well, you know, if, if, so I have the opportunity to speak to 35, whatever students from any major, if by the end of the semester, if they think differently and take whatever it is that my philosophy is into their perspective work, force right and if they spread that like how could the world be better Mm -hmm. and so um purpose right uh there's several different books on purpose like man's search for meaning or the choice or you know any number of books uh at the end of the day i guess even if if you're religious at some point you got to kind of like decide on what your purpose is um 
whether it's you're deciding because you believe that this was destined for you or you're deciding because you're like, oh, I recognize I have different opportunities. And so maybe I need to choose one or two or three or four. Right. I don't believe that there's only one purpose in any purpose uh, person's life. But having doing work or living a life with purpose, generally speaking, leads to more happiness. Right. Happy moments. Right. More smiles. Um, perspective. Uh, um that's all we have. That's all we have control over. Now, our perspective is generally like handed to us by our parents or now with social media, you know, um, experiences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, right. So our perspective is shaped. Mm. But if we stop and recognize that, oh, we have the ability to like people said, right. The half is glass glass. Uh, the glass is half full. And they think that's like the dumbest thing. It's like, no, wait, but I think people are missing the fact that you, you have the choice to say it's half empty and feel bad about that, or it's half full and feel good about it. <laughs> right. And one thing that I learned while I was a monk was the energy that we bring into the current moment, then has an impact on the next moment. And I'm talking about mm. moment to moment, right? When you're, when you're being present. Mm. So if I'm looking at it like this is half full and that makes me feel better, I might respond to your next question or to the next look or give something the benefit of the doubt in a more positive light than mm. if I'm looking at it half empty and then I might be like, oh, well, I'm also hungry, you know, and so on and so forth, right? This uh, is true. And so our perspective, everything could change with, with a change of perspective. Um, but we don't, what the book that the philosophy that I live is we don't we don't often recognize we ha are the only ones with the power to change that right and and life most people in life don't give other people the permission to change their perspective on things like I don't know that my parents ever said hey it's you have the permission to look at things however you want to I know that they meant well mm -hmm. right they're activists and hippies and all this mm -hmm. stuff but that I never necessarily got that permission. And I know society doesn't give us the permission, right? We got to chase the Joneses, you exactly. know, except or the Kardashians, whoever, right? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> and so um, they are. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so pers perspective, I, I have my students think about, OK, whatever, whether you're going into accounting or whatever. Right. If, if accounting is your purpose, I don't know that doing math is your purpose, but whatever job you go into, how is that in alignment with your purpose? Mm. Right. And and part of that is required to understand that you could change your perspective so that you could figure out, right. Or just don't take the job if it's not in alignment and which I'm, I've quit so many jobs. I quit a job after one eight hour shift it was like, you could keep that check. It just ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> My gym, right? Like, I was like I'm not going to be a DJ for these little gymnastic classes for five-year-olds. I just, that ain't, this is not my business, right? I was going to get sick of the songs. I already knew it. I love music too much to be on repeat. Um, and so you could quit, right? That's just a perspective. Some people are like, you can never quit a job. So why not? Why not? Right. Mm -hmm. Take what you could get from that job, whether it's a knowledge, or education, um, and then move to the next thing. If it's not in alignment, exactly. right? Level up. Yep. Yeah. So that's perspective. And then human connection. If we're not doing it for humanity's sake, then what are we doing it for? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I, um, What's that movie with uh, Will Smith? I am Legend. Is it? Is that what it, the one where he's the last survivor? I'm about to say, by when he's by yeah. yeah, right. Like, or so if you were the only human on this planet, would you still post on Instagram? Mm -mm. No purpose, right? And so, 
I was thinking, okay, what if I have somebody that's going to go build like AI software or is going to go work with like graphic design or is going to go be a journalist or is going to go um, make uh, 3D print rocket engines, right? If that's one of my future students. Well, if you're not doing it with the concept of human connection, at, at least part of that's what like we need to be. It, don't just make a widget to make a widget. It needs to serve its purpose. Mm. It needs to somehow better humanity or make things easier mm. and hopefully not oppress. Um, if we could hold those three things as like f foundational, a foundational framework for what everything that we do and every interaction that we have, I figure, well, how would the world not be better, right? And so we're all hot air balloons just trying to soar, right? But our parents, unfortunately, even me as a parent, I, I've done this to kids. They they tie us down with different sandbags, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and rope society, social norms tie us down, mm -hmm. right? Um, when I back when I used to have cornrows and living in Long Beach, I'd watch uh, not get, get not be allowed into the club. That could be a, another string tying me down, right? Because then I mm -hmm. had self doubt yep. and thinking like, oh, you know, this and that. Mm, true, um, true. We we need to cut those strings, but we don't even think we have the permission or the utility, the, the knives, the utensils to cut these damn cords. And mm -hmm. so that's the whole purpose of the class is to have people come into this class and I get them to st be present. And uh, well, that's my intent anyways, and then start redefining things for themselves. And I do that through just a series of questions and exercises. Nothing about how I live is prescriptive. Mm -hmm. I, 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 Try not to use the word should at, at, at all costs because that just imp implies judgment. Mm. Um, and it's just like, well, what is it that you think you want to do? And and that's okay. Oh, well, but I can't. Says who? Mm. Right? Like, I, who says who? Yeah. Have you tried it? At least try it out. We, the, I love brownies. And the next brownie is uh, somewhere on this planet. And I'm going to keep trying things until I, you know what I'm saying, find the next. And so that's it. But people think, oh, I need to eat the same thing at every restaurant. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's a fact. That, that yeah. is a fact. That's a, that's a, that's that a fucking like, great yeah. way to put it all yeah, together. Yeah, it is. It and, is. And I, and I wish, even when I went through college, I had a class like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it would have. Open your yeah, eyes. Oh, my the project, gosh. The, you know, the trajectory would have been quicker, right? Oh, man. Yo, shout out to, to, to Uncle Charlie. Today's his birthday. Yeah, shout out. And, and heavily birthday to Uncle Charlie. Mm -hmm. And one thing he always said to me whenever we got together was, mm -hmm. if I would have known oh, that, what I know. Now, right. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So, so that's that's always impressive. Yeah, yeah. No, on that note, I I I'm I'm good. You guys, this is a, it's been a great session. I appreciate you uh, your knowledge. Um, this is the first time you and I have actually sat and, yeah. and had a conversation. I enjoyed it, and I was very grateful for it. Um, and uh, you've shared so much with me that I I didn't even know it was in you, and it, that's amazing. Um, so thank you, thank you for that, Carlos. I love you, brother. I appreciate our friendship. I'm glad. So, so literally the way the universe works, is always on purpose. Mm. And the fact that we were in the same space at the same time and to reconnect, I mean, it's been two years. Mm. It's been, it has. It's, been, it's been, it's been two years since we've seen each other, seen each other. So now that we're connected, it will never take that long again. Mm. Where can the people find you? What should they look for? Is the class available online? If not, you know, I, you know we want to work we want to try and make it online we yes. want to like something like that needs to be out in the masses yeah. so so how can people get in contact with you how can they keep in touch with you all that yeah stay smiling life this this little the happy face logo um that's a, the lifestyle brand um uh 
so whether you spell smiling with a G or without, it's it's without, but we bought, you know, stay smiling life because <laughs> people always put the G in there. Um, but you could stay smiling life without the G on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, we have a website. Uh, and then um, aside from that, like <clears throat> the class isn't online. The book is basically going to be a version of the class um, that my students are the ones who convinced me to to write this book. I don't consider myself an author. I, I hope my teachers when elementary school I used to get my papers back so I have PTSD <laughs> from red ink on papers because they were so <laughs> my dad actually wouldn't even help me like read over my papers until I had to rewrite them like three four times because he's like they're just so bad <laughs> that I, I'd have to write the whole paper so English um, is not my strong suit but I've definitely learned to write like I speak that's what his advice always was so um, the book is gonna be some version of that and we would love to make a class um, don't necessarily know how but we that's no excuse these days you know what i mean right. so i'm already knowing that it's just a matter of time exactly exactly yeah. mm. carlos mccray ladies and gentlemen this is life and shit life and shit i love you girl I love you, baby. <laughs> do us a favor if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe leave a review let us know what your thoughts are that's the only way that this show is going to be successful and we appreciate you talk with you next time